you are listening to The Current Motion. Become involved and find out more about what we do. Go to www.tunnelroadproductions.com. So welcome to the Drift Zone, and thanks for hopping in for a little chat, Anita Navar. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. You're welcome. It's it's really awesome for myself, like just jumping in and doing some podcasts about all of you guys that make Fair Day also what it is, although it's not happening. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you based and what do you do? Okay, so uh, as you know, I'm Anita Navarre and I'm actually a pop erotic visual artist. So I paint large works on canvases and I live actually in Queensland in Australia on the sunny coast, beautiful sunny coast. My studio's here and my work really is about sexual empowerment. So, uh, you know, in the in the pop erotic, erotic genre, I have a lot to do with the LGBTQ communities, kink scene. So it's all about um, just getting the message out loud and proud that we are all beautiful. Exactly. And what I love with your work as well, it, it is all about that. It's being comfortable and expressing oneself in many different ways and many different colors. I love it. It's, it's, it's so much pop art. I love, I was reading some of your website as well, and there was one where it said pop rock paintings, and I was like, wow, that's really cool to think that maybe there, there might be some Aboriginal artists out there that might go, wow, pop rock painting, yeah. <laughs> but also, where, where did you study art, and how did you gravitate towards the beautiful world of creation? I'm always, I'm pretty sure I was born an artist. I, from my very first memories, I was always excited by colour, creating, um, you know, making things, painting, cutting out, drawing. But unfortunately, with my history, I grew up in a religious cult. And so my experience with the creative side of things, you know, I was able to dabble, but we were quite tightly controlled. You know, I wasn't allowed to pursue my passions. And so I grew up quite oppressed, you know, sexually repressed, you know, then went into, married into the cult, had a couple of children, was in a domestic violence situation and got to a point where in my mid-twenties, I ran away. So I was ejected, well, I ejected myself into this world that I knew nobody and, you know, didn't know a single soul was told this world was evil and sat down and started to paint because I was all on my own. And what actually started coming out of me, and because I'm self-taught, so I didn't actually study anywhere. I've done no art degrees, no courses. <laughs> I actually went to an art store one day and I walked past this wall of paints and nearly had an orgasm. <laughs> it was like, I need to buy every single color. And I sat down on the floor with my first canvas, new paints and paintbrushes and just went for it. So that is where it all began. And then as I started to paint, what actually came out of me, because I was so sexually repressed, but I was such a sexual being, it just poured out onto the canvas. So it actually became a way for me initially to heal. It was my therapy. But in the end, it became a powerful thing that I could inspire others through my story. So... So all self-taught, still experimenting and loving it. Anita, thank you so much for sharing your story. That's, that's amazing. Like, 
I would never have expected such such an amazing um, life journey so far and that you're self-taught and for people hearing this it'll just inspire you know those that are looking for a way to express themselves or a way to eject themselves from a situation or land in a situation that they desire thank you so much is it just visual art like um canvases is there any other form of art that you immerse yourself in yeah it's mainly it's mainly canvases painting occasionally people will send me cow skulls and you know sculptures and things they want me to paint on top of but visual art is my main art scene i love music i love the music scene and i do paint a lot of musicians and i will immerse myself in the live scene obviously when covid's not making it difficult so that actually motivates me you know music you know creativity and music oh my god it just hits mm. you in the heart yeah. So that gives me also a lot, like when I'm immersing myself in that, that gives me a lot that goes into my work as well. But I don't actually, I'm not a musician. I mean, I've I've tried, I've tried, you know, learning guitar and I used to play the keyboard, but I found for me, I'd love to listen and then put my hands to work in actually painting. I read a quote and I can't remember it, but it was something about like artists and a blank canvas. That's how you create music. So there's musicians yes. that create with instruments, uh, vocalists with voices, and yourself being a visual artist, you create music through that medium as well. I love the Annie Lennox painting as well. It's, I saw that yeah. and I was like, yeah, I can't wait to talk to Anita. How, how, how does your work, I guess, service our community in terms of the um, LGBTIQA plus community? Do you have many awesome, fabulous members coming from the community? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I collaborate all the time with people within the community, you know, or I, I even paint a lot of them, you know, they're my muses for my pieces. So at the moment, I'm working on a series of drag queens and queer performers, all all male. And, you know, it, it's just beautiful to see. I've done a series, you know, digressing but when I actually exhibited at Mardi Gras and I had this beautiful series of, uh, of women and so all the women were coming up to me going, oh this is beautiful and then the men were coming up to me and saying but where are the men <laughs> so you know we love it but we want to see you know we want to see us so I started this series on drag queens and I'm painting some people in Toronto that are queer performers and it's just beautiful um so look, I work with the communities in terms of, you know, doing their their fairs, you know, I donate to a lot of their charities, I'll give work. Um, I like to collaborate as much as I can with not-for-profits. So whether I'm exhibiting or involved in shows like Mardi Gras or Fair Day, um, a lot of kink scene shows, you know, I like, I'm always meeting new people and collaborating. Beautiful. And I guess in terms of collaborating and technology, I want to ask, I've been asking everyone, how did COVID-19 affect you, I guess, in the work that you do and you immerse yourself in, but also yourself as Anita? Do you know what? I, COVID worked well for me because I was actually 
so busy running around exhibitions, you know, somewhere to be, something to do. I did have the only plan that mucked up is I actually had a big plan to go to America and exhibit there in 2020. I was going to do a big tour of like San Francisco, LA, you name it. And I just couldn't get there, do some fairs. Um, so it actually worked well for me because what ended up happening was I it forced me to stop and get into the studio and create. And so I've been in this bubble where then all these beautiful things have come out and that's ready for when we're up and ready to, you know, get back into the world again. I mean, we can still get it through digitally, you know, it's not... But it's just given me space to create and I actually am writing a book at the moment, my autobiography on my story to inspire others as well. So it gave me the space to really sit down and hammer that. Yeah, so it stops some things, but it opens doors for others. I think you just perspective, you've got to look at, okay, well, what can I do with this? <laughs> yeah, I think Where it can gave, I take it? Definitely. Hmm. I think it gave a lot of people the opportunity to do just that, like delve inside and then start creating from within rather than being so stimulated by being outside, out, I guess outside physically, but also outside in terms of the stimulus that we were, we were exposed to. I guess a lot of people started just connecting with themselves from there. Absolutely. Beauty emerged. Yeah. Speaking of beauty, tell us about your website. It's so amazing. It's so colourful, as I said in the intro, like passion, colour, art. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what people can find at your website? Yeah, sure. So I have on my website, there's a section which tells you a bit about me and my practice and what the work's about. There's also a page which has a gallery of all of my works. And what I've done is I've put them into interior design situations so you can actually see what it would look like if it was in your home. And um, and then I have a shop there which it has all of my originals, prints, and information about doing commissions if somebody wants to commission a private piece. And then I also have news on what new shows are coming up or what new pieces are on the easel, sort of what's coming ahead. So if anybody wants to come to a show or they want to see what's, you know, the new works that are coming out, a lot of people like to get in and nab them before they're even finished. <laughs> it just gives a heads up. I love that part of your website where you have like, yeah, what's coming up because I never thought about that in terms of like say a visual artist we all know visual artists from the work that they've created but what you do is allow us to be involved in what's being created and waiting for it so i was really hyped seeing that this morning do you have a favorite type of i guess artwork or client yeah i do i when you look at a lot of my work, there's a lot of kink, sort of, you know, I love that, love that bondage, you know, neck, neck braces, things like that. So the kink stuff, I love masks, you name it, something about it. And at the moment with painting the drag queens, oh my God, I am loving that so much because the, the colour and the power and the flamboyance, it just, it really speaks to me. So anything that's, I guess, it really hits you in the heart. It's really powerful. That's what, yeah, I can't go past that. <laughs> I'm guessing you're listening to some great music while you're creating. Oh, all the time. Music's 24-7. I'll go to sleep with it in my ears. 
And yeah, it's it's the driver, one of the biggest drivers behind my work because when I see an image and I automatically know I want to create it, the music comes in and just stimulates the whole thing. So I can paint and not go to sleep. I can paint for days and then think, oh fuck, I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> I'm so inspired. <laughs> nice. I, I guess in that sense. So who would be some of your inspirations in terms of artists in the visual sense and then I guess artists in terms of the musical sense? Okay, visual. In it like alive or deceased. <laughs> I'm a massive Andy Warhol fan. I love his work. Um that's probably the biggest one that comes to mind for me. That's you know stimulates when I or anything with like patterns. I used to Florence Broadhurst back in the day used to do all these wallpapers like you know it's retro and things like that really stimulate me. In terms of music, look so eclectic. I can go from screamo death metal to something classical or you know dance house it really depends on what mood i'm in i have a lot of musician friends so i find i spread myself around and it just i don't hone into any one thing beautiful tell us a little bit about your your love of fair day like your involvement in this. yeah look 20 uh, 2019 was the first time i actually went to fair day i've always done mardi gras uh, exhibited in galleries you know done a lot of um LGBTQ sort of events, but I'd never even thought of fair days. So in 2019, I packed my son and all my gear into a car and down we went. And oh my God, I was blown away. Absolutely loved it. The only thing that disappointed me was that it didn't go longer. <laughs> so it was, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, oh my goodness, I could actually do this for days on end. I was so inspired, just the love that was there, um, the energy, and just, you know, we laughed. I was inspired by people. Yeah, amazing. I, I'm disappointed that it's actually not on this year. How do you feel like in terms of Fair Day and the community, how important it is? And what kind of stuff do you get up to at Fair Day? Are you painting people? Um... Yeah, I, I don't exactly live paint. What I do is I like to interact with everybody and have a chat to them. So I'll exhibit my artworks and my merchandise. And look, it's, you know, if I sell stuff there, that's just a bonus. It's more just getting out and connecting with like-minded people, you know, them seeing my work and connecting with it and inspiring them. So it's more chatting, connecting. Anita, have you got plans for Mardi Gras this year? I would love to see an Anita Navarre parade entry. Oh, colour and passion and probably some really nice beats. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea. And you know what? Sadly, this year I'm not going and that's only because it coincided and I wasn't even sure if it was going ahead, but around this time, because I had started the book, I have a big plan on getting that out and obviously promotional and touring with that. So, so it was just unfortunate that that actually clashed. But I am looking forward to the future. So, and I'm going to do that. I'm actually going to do a float. Thank you very much. <laughs> you just inspired me. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon you should. You should get some backing and 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 the drag queens that you're painting bring them down and and yeah, parade your work. That'd be beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, especially also, we've got Sydney World Pride in 2023 coming, you know, fingers crossed, legs open that yes. it does with all the, all the situations around the world. Imagine that. And what will that mean, I guess, for yourself as, as someone living in Australia, as a woman, as an artist as well? Oh, look, that's just going to be epic. I think the power in that festival, uniting everybody on such a big scale, um, such a huge celebration of love. And look, you know, we're so overlooked and underrepresented. And I think that to be involved in something like that will go down in history. So for myself being an artist and be able to contribute something creative and be within that energy and that vibration, oh, it's got a, yeah, it's something you'll never forget. Touch the heart. Mm, yep. Touch the heart there. I love those two words, energy and vibration. Now, you've mentioned you're writing your book. Can you let us know a little bit about that, when it'll be um, available? Yes, so we're looking at around uh, April that that should be coming out and it, it, there may be some slight delays depending on um, obviously publishing and printing and things like that. So so April we're looking at a worst case scenario May and it's really, it, it's meant to be an inspiration for people. So in telling my story of, you know, repression and the cult and domestic violence and how I've emerged to be this artist um, and have a voice. I'm, I'm aiming at it being a voice and an inspiration for other people that they can do this too. So, and especially creatively, you know, having a voice through your work. Um, my my publisher is excited. He, he wants it to be out now. <laughs> he said that this should be quite an impactful one for the two. For the world, you know, we need to lift the vibration of the world and and let people know within these communities that to keep fighting, be proud of who you are, you know, you can do it. Despite, you know, judgment, the persecution, the shame that you know, is projected upon us. I, I love I love that message and, and that you're sharing your story and that it will it will touch it will touch someone and I love that you're being expressive in all different mediums as well where can people find out more about yourself anita navar okay so there is my website which is anitanavar.com which has everything on there you can join my mailing list and i actually keep people in touch with everything that's going on and then i have my social channels also my facebook and instagram which is anitanavar.artist and I've just joined Clubhouse as well. And I'm actually really interacting and moderating in some rooms in the queer communities and the art scenes. So if anybody wants to jump on, jump on Clubhouse, you can actually talk to me directly. Awesome. Hmm. Anita, thank you so much for jumping into the Drisone. And yeah, thank you for sharing you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Current Motion, our community's online meeting place.